Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, uh, if you've got your Bibles, why don't you open with me to Luke chapter 2. I want to preach a message specifically on Mother's Day for our church. We're going to take a little pause in our series, Rabbi. And I want to speak a message specifically for Mother's Day. And I really believe this message is for everyone. Um, I'm excited about it because I believe there are things that God's going to show us in His Word like He always does that are going to help us. But in Luke chapter 2... There's this um, sequence that happens. Jesus is dedicated as a, as a baby at the temple. And then at the age of 12, in Luke chapter 2, he goes with his parents. His parents take him to the Passover festival in Jerusalem. And this is a big, big deal. At the age of 12, what happens with um, Jewish boys is they're considered at that point ready for the commandments. A Jewish boy at the age of 12 is ready for the commandments. They call them sons of the law. And that's the time that they're able to fulfill the commandments and understand them and live by them. And so this wasn't just like, hey, there's this thing happening up in Jerusalem. We're just going to go and check it out. Like, it's not like it's going to a concert. This was actually like a big, big deal. It would have involved family, multiple layers of family. um, And it's a pretty special time. And so we're going to pick it up here in Luke chapter 2. And I'm going to be reading from the Message Translation. Verse 41 says, every year Jesus' parents went to worship at Jerusalem during the Passover festival. When Jesus turned 12, his parents took him to Jerusalem to observe the Passover, as was their custom. Verse 43, a full day after they began their journey home, Joseph and Mary realized that Jesus was missing. They'd assumed that he was somewhere in their entourage, but he was nowhere to be found. After a frantic search among relatives and friends, Mary and Joseph returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After being separated from him for three days, they finally found him in the temple, sitting among the Jewish teachers, listening to them and asking them probing questions. All who heard Jesus speak were awestruck at his intelligent understanding of all that was being discussed at his wise answers to their questions. His parents were shocked to find him there, and Mary scolded him, saying, Son, your father and I have searched for you everywhere. We've been worried sick over not finding you. Why would you do this to us? And Jesus said to them, Why do you need to search for me? Didn't you know that it was necessary for me to be here in my father's house, consumed with him? Mary and Joseph didn't fully understand what Jesus meant. Jesus went back home with them, to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured Jesus' words deeply in her heart. There's something special for all the mothers today. Treasured Jesus' words. Verse 52, as Jesus grew, so did his wisdom and maturity. The favor of men increased upon his life for he was greatly loved by God. What a cool story. I wanna preach a message today on Mother's Day called the beating heart of a mum. Come on, write it down. The beating heart of a mom or the mother's beating heart today. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today. God, we're grateful for all the mums today. 
Father, we thank you that mothers, no matter where, what, what stage or where mothers are at, we thank you, Father, that the mother's heart is active, alive, it's working in your people. Father, thank you that you've put the heart of a mother into so many here today, God. So Father, we speak blessing, we pray blessing, we thank you that you're raising up mums, spiritual mums. Father, we pray for all the mums to come, Lord, that are that are gonna enter into this beautiful journey called motherhood. And Father, we thank you for everything you're doing in our house, Lord. We thank you for all colonial kids as well, in Jesus' name. And we all said together, amen. A mother's beating heart. Verse 43, a full day after they began their journey home, Joseph and Mary realized that Jesus was missing. They had assumed he was somewhere in their entourage, but he was nowhere to be found. After a frantic search among relatives and friends, Mary and Joseph returned to Jerusalem. Think about Mary's heart rate in that moment. <laughs> I remember one time I took all of my kids, I don't know, I was just having a bad day mentally, I think. I took all of my kids to Alvin's Island <laughs> by myself. You know, you look back on stupid things you did in your life. I don't know where Jill was. Guess I was on my own. I thought it was a good idea. I was like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> and I walk in with my three kids. In fact, I think I had one of their friends with them as well, which makes it even worse. And we walk in the front door and it was actually the first time I'd ever been in there. <laughs> it's just layer upon layer of stupidity. Didn't have a map, mental map of anything. Didn't know where the fire exits were. Didn't know anything was going on. And I walk in, and I'm not kidding, within about 15 seconds, I'd lost all three of my children. And if you've been in there, you know, it's like a thick jungle of T-shirts in Alvin's Island. And it's like they put the racks higher or something just to make it more like a jungle. It's easy to hide in there but my heart rate just went up quickly. There are other people in there, strangers obviously in the store, never been in there before, it was a big space. I mean, the doors, you can just walk out. I got like a three, a five and a seven year old and I'm freaking out in Alvin's Island. But I just think, I can only imagine right here in this moment in the text, the stress and the heart rate of Mary. Oh my gosh, where is Jesus, her heart rate would have gone like crazy. She had a beating heart in that moment, but here's the truth today. She had a beating heart for her son. She had a beating heart for Jesus, her son. So today, because it's Mother's Day, I just wanted to talk about the beating heart of a mum for a moment and just have a bit of fun and just celebrate mums for a moment and just draw on this text. But I wanted to give us three beating hearts of every mum. Three beating hearts of every mom, and if you're in here today and this reminds you of your mom, makes you think of your mom, and you know, maybe your mom's not here anymore, but maybe it'll, it'll give you a moment just to reflect fondly on your mom. But I think it's always a good time when we remember the impact of a mother in our lives. 
and how powerful it is and how God-given it is. So the first beating heart of a mom is this, ready? Mothers have a heart that beats to care. Looking at this text, mothers have a, have a heartbeat that cares. Her first reaction was to care for her son. She wasn't thinking, I've lost Jesus, the son of God. Her first instinct in that moment was, I've lost my boy. This is my son. Where is he at? She had a heartbeat that cared. She was thinking, where is he? Where is my child? A wise man once said, never get between a mother and her kids. Never get between a mother and her kids. I love the Passion Translation here, which shows the sentiment of Mary. So catch this real quick. Everyone, when she goes back to Jerusalem, everyone is blown away by the intelligent questions. Everyone is blown away by the aptitude of young 12-year-old Jesus. Everyone is just like, wow, this guy's amazing. He's like, he's so young, but he's got so much knowledge. He's asking these incredible questions. You know, they didn't know who he was, but, G uh, but Mary knew exactly who he was. But I just love what happens here. Verse 47, all who heard Jesus speak were awestruck at his intelligent understanding of all that was being discussed and his wise answers to their questions. Now listen to the way that mom is blown away. And Mary scolded him saying, son. I love it when Jill gets onto our kids. That's, that's the go-to. That's the indicator right there. When she, when she says son to my boys, Game on. I'm sitting back with popcorn. I'm enjoying this moment. Look at what she says. She says, son, your father and I have searched. That's another one. Your father and I. If that gets included, it's a bad situation for you. I have searched everywhere. We have been worried sick over not finding you. She cared. Why would you do this to us? I remember when I was about 16 years of age, loved my mom. She was incredible. She just, she had a fiery passion for her kids as well. And man, I remember one time at the age of 16, um, you know, I think she felt sorry for me because I wanted to go hang out with my friends and I had my, my permit to drive, my license to drive at that point. I didn't have a car. And so she said to me, she was like, I think she had a weak moment. She was like, okay, you can take my car. She said, you can take my car to go hang out with your friends. Don't be home too late. And so I take her car and I go and I'm just having the best time with my friends and it comes time to go home. I think it was like about 10 o'clock. It's dark, definitely. And I'm heading home in mum's nice car and I have a full-on accident. Like, I mean, like front end, the whole one side of the car smashed out, just wasn't paying attention, just, just a 16-year-old kid that we all fear. We just don't want that to happen, but I just haven't been driving very long, and so I had an accident. But by the time I get the car home, because it was still kind of drivable, <laughs> I finally get the car home, and it's nearly midnight. And again, remember, I'm 16. My brain's not fully developed yet. I'm freaking out. I'm like, man, she's going to kill me. Mom, like, she is going to go completely crazy. But I also know mom doesn't like to be woken up. 
and I don't want to wake her up, so I'm being caring towards her if I just let her sleep. So I went right to bed. In fact, I had a great night's sleep. I mean, I, I was on an emotional high anyway. You know, stress levels were high. I needed to get some rest. I woke up the next morning to my own shoes being thrown at me. I will never forget that scene. It was like something out of Law and Order, like the murder part. I was just like, this is freaking crazy right now. I remember I woke up to my mom throwing my own shoes at me as I'm waking up. What a way to wake up. And she was fired up and man, she was just, but you know, she wasn't upset about the car. She was upset that something had happened to me and she was asleep. See, a mother, it's inbuilt in moms to care. A mother has a heartbeat to care. A mother has a heartbeat to care for what's hers, what's been entrusted to her. And what are we celebrating on Mother's Day? We're celebrating the caring heart of a mom. And it's beautiful and we see it right here in the text is Mary's not freaking out about the fact that you know, reputation might look a certain way because she doesn't have her kids with her. She's not worried about necessarily other things that are happening. She's not worried about the itinerary or the transport situation, whether on camels or something, I don't know. She was worried about her son, where he was, his welfare. Mothers have a heartbeat to care and it's beautiful. She wasn't mad at the situation. She was mad at the fact that she didn't know where her son was. I wanted to give in each one of these points a pro tip for anyone when it comes to their mum. Okay, here's pro tip number one. You ready? Call your mum. <laughs> Inside of these three points is going to be a pro tip. You know, at Home Depot, they give you pro tips. This one is a pro tip for you. Call your mum because she cares about you. Call her, text her. She wants to hear from you. She cares that you are okay. She loves to hear from you. It makes her beating heart glad to know you're doing okay. You know that? She's not concerned about the thing you did. She's not concerned about the way you acted that time. Big picture, she's not upset about that. She just cares about you. So call her. Send her a text. Nothing does a mother's heart more glad than a call or a text. Can I get an amen, a hearty amen on a Sunday morning? Because it's true. Moms have a beating heart that cares. So that's number one. Number two, the next beating heart of a mother, and we see it here in Mary, is this, a heart that beats to nurture. Verse 51, Jesus went back home with them to Nazareth, and was obedient to them, his mother treasured Jesus' words deeply in her heart. And verse 52, as Jesus grew, so did his wisdom and maturity. The favor of men increased upon his life, for he was greatly loved by God. It's the nature of a mother to nurture, to nurture. Now think about that for a moment. In our culture, sometimes we think of nurture as like coddling as this like, oh, making it easy. I'm just gonna nurture. I'm just gonna make things easy. It's actually not that. That's not what this word means. Nurture is different. To nurture means to feed, to protect, 
but it's also to support and encourage as during the period of training and development. To bring up, to train, to educate. This is another, another way to describe that I really like is to promote development. Your mom was put into your life by God to help develop you, to promote the development in your life. And we see that right here, that he grew in a certain stature. He grew and became what God had intended for him to be under the obedience and inside the covering of Mary and his dad. We read about the Proverbs 31 woman this morning, which Jill has already touched on, but in the in the uh, Passion Translation in verse 14, it says, she delights in the work of her hands. Look at this. She gives out revelation truth to feed others. Revelation truth to feed others. Mothers have the God-given ability to feed and nourish both naturally and spiritually. That's the beauty of motherhood. That's the beauty of what God intends to express through mothers is they have the ability, and I'm grateful for it, the ability to speak revelation truth, to nourish and to feed through words. I still remember a time in, in, in my life with my mom where she just said to me, she said, you'd never met a stranger to me. And I was just like, what? Where'd that come from? It's like, you never met a stranger. You become friends with people instantly. And I was just like, okay. Where did that come from? What's the deal, mom? She's like, no, that's just, that's just you. But she spoke something over me and it was words that fed and nourished me. It's the heartbeat of God to express that through mothers. They have a heartbeat that wants to nurture, a heartbeat that wants to promote, a heartbeat that wants to develop and to do good. Your mom wants you to do good. I also love the fact that moms also know about all the extra things that are needed. I've learned this when it comes to going to the beach. <laughs> so when Jill and I in the morning, we have our coffee, we talk, you know, we pray, we have our quiet time and we decide what we're gonna do. And if it's the beach, I'm like, okay, cool, let's go to the beach. I walk into the room, get my uh, board shorts on, I come back out with a towel, I'm like, cool, I'm ready to go to the beach. <laughs> How many people know in here that no one is ready to go to the beach at that point? <laughs> and I've learned, man, there is a system there is things that are needed. There are layers to this. If it's gonna be a successful time at the beach, you've gotta be prepared. But ultimately, it's because so everyone can have a good time. Everyone can enjoy it. Everyone can, can get the most out of it. I love that nature when it comes to mom. They seek to empower they seek to promote growth. They seek to see their kids um, naturally and spiritually do better. And I love that. A mother's heart for you is that you'd grow and you'd do better and you'd see God's potential fulfilled in your life. See, the natural food is supplied. Yes, that's what the, the proverb is saying. But the nature of the beating heart of a mom is to nourish and to promote spiritual growth as well. It goes on to say that Jesus grew in wisdom, grew in the living out of wisdom. Wisdom is the application of knowledge in our lives. How did Jesus get that? He got that from his mother as well as his father. See, that's the heartbeat today that we celebrate on Mother's Day is the heartbeat of nature. Just one commentary Terry, that I loved on this particular passage because from chapter one, two, and three, we see a big change. So um, first of all, Jesus is, is dedicated as a baby. 
and then um, he gets uh, lost and found at the temple. And then pretty quickly, we just see in Luke chapter three, Jesus is with um, the prophet John getting baptized. Listen to this, it says, we know virtually nothing about the 18 years between Luke two and Luke three. When Jesus went to the Jordan to be baptized by the prophet John, we know he grew in favor with God and man. He served his earthly mother and father and his father in a carpenter's shop. It is likely that Joseph, Jesus' earthly father, died during this season of his life. And that left Jesus with the responsibility as the firstborn to provide for his family. And that means to look after his mother and to spend time with his mother and be nurtured by his mother, i.e. promoted, developed, grown, and it's beautiful and I love it. So, some beating hearts of a mom. The first is to care. The second is to nurture, to promote, to develop, both naturally and spiritually. And number three, team, you can come back up. The beating heart of a mom is a beating heart to love. At the end of the day, no matter what you've done, no matter what the situation is, no matter how many cars you've smashed, the beating heart of a mom is to love and to keep on loving. I've watched it with Jill. I've watched it with Jill's mom. I watched it with my mom. It doesn't matter necessarily how bad the behavior gets. The loving never stops. Can I get an amen? amen. Verse 51, Jesus went back home. And I love this. It says that he was obedient to them. So he was submissive. Another translation says he was submissive to his parents, submissive to his mother. And it says his mother treasured Jesus' words deeply in her heart. The treasure that Mary had was the treasury of love that she had for her world, for her son, for her family, for her kin, for her people. She treasured Jesus' words she treasured her son. She treasured, she had love. You know, the thing that you treasure the most is what you love. The thing that you treasure deeply on the inside, it's what you love the most. So I wanted to give us a, I, did, I forgot the pro tip from point number two. It was like the best part of the message. Can I give it to you real quick? Number two, a heart that beats to nurture. The pro tip there is thank and encourage your mom. Because she's, she's encouraging and she's promoting you, but you need to encourage her. When, when a mom gets encouragement from a son or a daughter, it's like cool water washing over her soul. Let's be people when it comes to moms because they do so much, they sacrifice so much, they go so far for us. Let's be people that flow the encouragement back to our moms and be people that, Speak words of life over. Tell her she's doing a good job. Maybe you've never in decades ever told your mom she did a good job. Maybe today's the day. Thank and encourage your mom because it's built in her to nurture you. And I believe she would love to hear that she's done a good job. And I guess I'll give you the third pro tip with this is simply this. Show your mom some love. Because here's the truth, when you think about it, she first loved you. Before you felt the capacity to love, before you felt the ability, had the words even to speak in love, she was already loving you. So let's be people that love our mums in Jesus' name. Would you stand with me?
I wanted to set aside just a little bit of time to pray. Because while we do everything we can here at church to make the special days special, like Mother's Day, today could be a hard day. Today, today could be a day where actually a bit of reflection could cause a little bit of angst, a little bit of pain even. But here's the truth is God loves you and He cares about your pain. He cares about the things you've gone through. He cares about maybe that area of your life that's been a struggle. Maybe that's an area of your life where you walk in today like, oh, Mother's Day is actually kind of a tough day for me. First of all, I just wanna say, bless you because you're here. That you had the courage to come. That's powerful. And God will bless that. But I also wanna take a moment right now to pray for some mums. I wanna pray for mums that, man, your season of maybe having kids in the house, that's over. I wanna pray for this season you're in, maybe some moments that you might get with your children still, or maybe grandchildren. I wanna pray for you. I wanna pray for spiritual mums that are beginning to be birthed in our house. And in the journey, I think we need spiritual mums more than ever right now to speak truth, to speak encouragement, to show grace and to love and to nurture and to care. And then I also wanna pray specifically for mums-to-be. Maybe you're in here today and you're like, man, that's a head for me. That's, a, that's something that I want. That's something that I see for my life. That's a dream in my heart. I wanna pray over you as well. So with every head bowed and eyes closed, Yeah, why don't we start there? If you believe in that motherhood's ahead for you, if you believe in that motherhood is something that's ahead in your journey, maybe it's a dream in your heart, maybe it's something that hasn't been fulfilled, but you've been longing for it for a while, I wanna pray over you. Come on, you just raise up your hand. No one's looking around. And if you're with your spouse, I just want you to grab, you know, hold their hand as well. We're gonna believe together. We're gonna pray and we're gonna believe together that God's gonna give you the grace and the courage to walk out this season, but He's also gonna remind you right now in this moment through the power of your Holy Spirit, the promise He has for you, the promise that that children are coming, that He's gonna bless your offspring despite maybe circumstance and things that are surrounding you. So God, you see the hands that are raised. God, we speak your blessing over people, God. We know it's your will, Father, to bless your people from the top of people's heads to the bottom of their feet, God. So Father, we pray in this specific area of families, as people are opening up their hearts and crying out to you to have children, God, we we thank you, Father, that children are coming. God, we prophesy and we speak right now, families growing in our church, Lord. Father, we just ask that you would bring about at the perfect time, Lord, children into people's lives. God, we, we pray right now specifically over people that are trying to get pregnant, families that are trying to uh, uh, start families, God. And to have more children, God, I just pray right now that you would do a miracle, Lord, in people's families, that you would remind people right now through the power of your Holy Spirit, the truth and the promise that you've spoken over your people, Lord, to raise up families and to bring children into worlds. Father, we just thank you that this time next year, there's gonna be kids that weren't here now. Father, we thank you right now for the truth and the promises that are in your word that we can stand on today, Lord. We speak children into people's futures right now. God, I pray right now for spiritual mums in the house. Lord, I pray right now that you're raising up spiritual mums in our church. Father, spiritual mums are gonna do just like what Mary did for Jesus, to care and to promote and to to protect and to nurture, Lord, and to speak nourishing words of your truth over spiritual children right now, God. Father, we thank you for spiritual mums, Lord. 
Father, I pray that you would raise them up, Lord, that there would be prophetic words spoken over them, that they would know this is their place, that they would step into it. And Holy Spirit, that you would give them the strength and the courage to speak and to nurture and to love and to care. Do what spiritual mums do. In Jesus' name. And God, we pray over the mums right now. Father, we thank you for strength and we thank you for grace. And God, we come against any lie of the enemy right now that would try to sow a seed of doubt in a mum that they're not good enough or they don't have what it takes. Father, we thank you that in Jesus, they have everything that they need. And so God, I pray through the power of your Holy Spirit that your grace would rest upon mums right now. That in the busiest of busy seasons, Lord, that there would just be a grace that flows over mums. Lord, to do all the things that need to be done, all the planning, all the prep. Uh, preparing God to speak the words that need to be spoken in the moments when there are moments where they feel like they're not enough. Father, I just pray right now through the power of the Holy Spirit that you would just implant that moment knowing full well that they are enough and they have what it takes in Jesus' name. Come on, church, let's worship. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you, why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.